It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Cassie Weenus, registered and licensed dietitian. I'm also the co-host of today's nutrition program. Joining me on this very informative show this morning about prostate health is Joanne Rideout, who's also a registered dietitian. And Joanne and I are so excited, so pleased to have the nutrition expert in studio with us today. Greg Peterson is back by popular demand. <laughs> oh, you're just too good to me. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure. Yes, you're thanks welcome. for coming. So many of you have requested a show about prostate health, and you've also requested turning over the show to Greg Peterson so he can share some of the cutting-edge research on prostate problems. So he's also going to share some nutrition strategies to reduce the risk of getting prostate problems. So, if your husband is around and you can get him to listen to the program this morning, please do. Did you know that one in six men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer during their lifetime? One in six. And this next fact might surprise you. That's a a lot of people. An enlarged prostate is the most common problem for men over 50. Now, before we go any further into this topic, I want to give you a little background information on our special guest, Greg Peterson, and then we can sort of turn the mic over to him a little bit, which I know many of our listeners are waiting for because so many of them know Greg's voice and certainly appreciate his wealth of knowledge. So a little bit about Greg. First of all, he and his brother Dave own and operate Nutridine. Nutridine is a company that provides leading-edge nutrition seminars to healthcare professionals. Nutridine also supplies professional-grade vitamin supplements to doctors, to chiropractors, to nurses, and to dietitians and nutritionists. Greg and his company Nutridine have always been focused on educating, one of the reasons why we really love them. They've been focused on educating and helping healthcare professionals like Joanne and I understand and deliver these nutritional solutions to our clients and our patients. That's right. So welcome, Greg. So how long have you been helping people get well? Well, sometimes I hate to admit to it, but uh, <laughs> we did start the company in 1973. Wow. You know, so 40-plus uh, years. And nice. It's, it's been a pleasure, and we always wanted to be a partner in health You know, with the, the different healthcare practitioners, and that's why I saw high and heavy on the education and bringing the latest you know, uh, opinion leader, leader seminars to the area, and uh, Dyer was always there in that front row, you know. Taking notes. Center, yeah, yep. taking notes. Uh, <laughs> Fast and furiously, yep. too. So I have a great uh, love for her and, and a real excellent history as well. Yeah, that's great. So today's topic is all about prostate health. So Cassie said for the women to bring their husbands. Yeah. And, and the common link of, of, you know, hot topic for men over 50, but really in the 30s and 40s is when you prevent prostate problems. Good point. So men of all ages. Often men don't think about prostate health until they have a problem. 
And men become aware of that tiny organ when they're up making several trips to the bathroom at night. So, Greg, fill us in. What's going on then? (laughs) Well, you have that little gland, the the prostate, that uh, can very easily become inflamed. And Mm -hmm. because of that, then it cuts off the the urinary stream, basically. And so you may feel like you have to eliminate or or urinate like gangbusters, but it really is just basically dribbling out because of that that inflammation and pressure that occurs. I remember being on a, a plane ride here recently, and the poor guy with me, before we oh. even got <laughs> off the ground, he was into the restroom three times, oh. you know, and I thought, wow, this has got to make his life just like totally miserable and it's totally preventable and treatable. Right. That's the upside here. So, Greg, if you're saying the prostate is inflamed, of course, that begs the question, what is causing the inflammation, right? Now, for regular listeners, they've probably heard us say on past shows If you're a smoker, smoking Mm -hmm. can cause inflammation. Mm -hmm. If you're drinking too much alcohol, we've mentioned that before. And certainly, even if you're not a regular listener, if you listen here and there, you have heard us say that sugar causes inflammation. So think of some of your favorite foods, right, that might contain sugar. Things like pancakes, sweet rolls, pop, pizza, Mm -hmm. for the guys making a trip to Menards or Home Depot, we wives know you can get big bags of candy there, so don't think you're fooling <laughs> that's us. Right. So that's, fooling anybody. <laughs> that's a lot of sugar, too. That's a lot of sugar. And we do talk about that a lot. Sugar causes inflammation. But today we have some new information, really some cutting-edge research. So let's get into how estrogen is connected to prostate problems. And first of all, most men are shocked when we connect their high estrogen levels to prostate problems. So, Greg, can you fill us in? I, I certainly can, you know, but I think before we do that, we should get into a discussion about the connection of estrogen, not only to prostate, you know, uh, cancers and so forth, but help people understand the connection of nutrition and lifestyle to both inflamed prostates and to prostate cancer. So it's kind of a twofold here, whether it's an inflamed hypertrophy of the prostate or whether it's kind of going to go into full blown prostate cancer, because we know with males, statistically speaking, if we live long enough, we will die of prostate cancer. But the fortunate or unfortunate part of it is that most men, you will die from heart disease or something else before Mm -hmm. they would ultimately die from prostate cancer. But is that prevalent and that serious of a condition? Right. Interesting. Yeah, I've I've heard that before. Um, So sadly, most people just connect their nutrition or what they eat Mm -hmm. to the size of their belly, you know, whether they're overweight or not. But most men don't connect how many times they have to get up in the night to urinate to what they have been eating. So we want to help you reconnect those things. And to do that, I think maybe first we should just give a brief anatomy lesson because I'm betting some of the listeners might be wondering what exactly is the prostate gland and where is it located. So first, the prostate is a very small gland. It's about the size of a walnut, found only in men, not in women. It's located before the bladder and it sort of surrounds the urethra. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Urine flows through the urethra. So if you Mm -hmm. think about that prostate surrounding it and now it's inflamed, so it's going to squeeze that tube. That's why, as Greg was saying before, you might feel like you have to go to the bathroom so bad, but nothing's coming out because of that inflammation and that pressure. And for some reason, there's such a disconnect between what people eat and the inflammation they experience. So it might be aches and pains in their joints or might be headaches or might be an inflamed prostate. And often the wife 
um, may bring their her husband in for a consultation when we go through what we eat in a typical day. Sometimes it's not pretty because <laughs> often those foods are the re- the root of the inflammation. And sometimes it's what they're drinking too, right? Exactly. We've talked before on past shows about how pop, or some of you call it soda, mm-hmm. can lead to inflammation. So think about it. Simple solution here, right? If That's you right. are a regular pop drinker, today's the day to stop the pop and switch instead to drinking a lot of purified filtered water. And so we've heard, we've talked about sugar a lot, but it's not just sugar. It is what sugar, what foods turn to sugar. Things like cereal and pancakes, pizza, french fries, sweet rolls, donuts, or it could be that beer every night, or a glass of whiskey every night, or, you know, maybe the even ice cream, ice cream treat. Treat yeah. every night. You know, thinking about those things those maybe on a rare occasion as opposed to every night would be helpful. Uh, my voice is just a little treat. Just yeah. a treat. <laughs> yes. Well, here's a tip. If my kids are listening, they probably know what I'm going to say. When we have ice cream and we do a dairy-free coconut milk ice cream, but I have little baby spoons ah. that we used to eat it with. So you take small bites and really enjoy mm-hmm. your yeah. little treat, right? Yes. That's right. So hopefully the listeners are getting the idea. There are a lot of foods here in our country that can cause inflammation and problems for that prostate gland. But, you know, when I was in clinical practice, I found that men, especially if they were coming in for prostate problems, they were really motivated to change their diet because they wanted to sleep through the night. They were sick Mm -hmm. of all the bathroom trips in the middle of the night, and they were ready to get back to the basics. Absolutely. And usually men love their meat, right? And we always tell them, eat meat at every meal, eat a lot of vegetables, and of course, don't forget those healthy fats. Fats like coconut oil. Coconut oil is actually anti-inflammatory. Extra virgin olive oil, anti-inflammatory as well. And even if you like butter, a good organic butter can help reduce inflammation. That's another healthy fat. And I am getting the signal. It is time for our first commercial break, break. right? So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you've just recently tuned in, I'm Cassie Wienis. I'm here today with Joanne Rideout talking about estrogen and the connection to prostate problems. We also have special guest Greg Peterson in studio with us. Can you believe that a lot of men have too much estrogen in their bodies, and that in turn causes that inflammation in the prostate and makes it worse? So if you are listening and you have a husband or if if the man himself is listening and has an enlarged prostate or prostate cancer, we really want you to consider scheduling an individual nutrition consultation. Mm-hmm. Joanne would be a great one to see. Joanne sees clients at both our Maple Grove and Wyzetta, Minnesota offices. But we also have a lot of other knowledgeable nutritionists that could help you get to the bottom of these problems as well. If you'd like to schedule an appointment, you can call the girls at the office this morning at 651-699-3438. And if you have questions for us or for Greg Peterson today, please call us here at the studio at 651-641-1071. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Joanne Rideout, and I'm in the studio today with Cassie Wienus. We are here today with Greg Peterson, nutrition expert from Nutridine. Greg is here with us today to help explain our topic, the estrogen connection to prostate issues. So keep listening. We're even going to be talking about the topic no one wants to talk about, erectile dysfunction. 
so much of the inflammation causing erectile dysfunction or ED and prostate cancer is caused by dietary and environmental factors. So just to to share what a few of those are, each year the average person is exposed to over 14 pounds of pesticides, herbicides, food additives, and preservatives. Every year? Every year. Wow. So all of us, no matter what. I mean, it's just there. 14 pounds. Vietnam veterans were exposed to Agent Orange, so that's also a known cause of prostate cancer. Cigarette smoke contains over 4,000 chemicals, including 43 known cancer-causing compounds. That's a lot of inflammation. So keep listening. Greg is going to help us learn to reduce our prostate inflammation, along with preventing and healing erectile dysfunction. Yeah, so I think we should get Greg talking again, right? Yeah. So let's. <laughs> the, we, we did talk a bit before that break about the connection with food mm-hmm. and inflammation, but let's switch it up a little bit here and, and get to that connection between cancer, prostate cancer, prostate inflammation, and estrogen. And I am sure there are many listeners thinking, how in the world are men getting too much estrogen? I mean, they're not taking birth control pills, right? That. That doesn't make sense. They're not taking hormone replacement therapy. So, Greg, how are men getting extra estrogen? Well, you know, a lot of it we just discussed, you know, too, uh, where we're getting from, what what, uh, Joanne was saying. But we we literally are swimming in a sea of estrogens. When you start looking at all the things like Joanne was saying, all your skincare products, you know, uh, your lotions, sunscreen lotions, you know, other kinds of lotions will have these estrogenic kind of compounds. So they're not estrogens, but they're so similarly molecularly to estrogen, they act like estrogen in the body. I mean, they can literally fool the receptor sites on the cell membrane, the estrogen receptor sites on the cell membrane, that it is estrogen and, and gain entry into the cell. You know, And don't you think that people, a lot of people just think, well, if it's being sold, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, a manufacturer isn't going to sell something that's going to be super harmful for me as long as they don't get caught right well there's not we there's that yeah you know and and joanne was mentioning during break too even if you just look for paraben i mean there are a lot of bad ingredients in some of these topical things we're applying but it would be interesting if you're listening to the radio right now and go grab some of your lotion bottles or your sunscreen bottles if there's paraben in them anything that ends in paraben exactly it's what you're talking about greg right it's one of these Estrogenic totally, compounds. Yeah. Or like the insecticides, too. You, you know, like you're mentioning the Roundups, the atrazines, yes. and so forth. Yep. They're also molecularly very similar to real estrogen. Mm-hmm. And so they'll, they'll um, be able to, to hit that receptor site, estrogen receptor site on the cell, get entrance into the cell itself. Yep. Now, do you really want to have atrazine or in Roundup your in your cells. cell? Do you think it maybe causes some problems like cancer problems oh, and yes. mutation problems and so forth? And we can Definitely. go over and over with all these different insecticides, skincare products, industrial products, the plasticizers, you get into you like your flame retardants, you get into the different building materials, electronics, furnishings, um, different mortar oils. I mean, on and on the list is doesn't stop, you know. Well, and like you said, so we're swimming in yeah. these bad estrogens or these, yeah. And the bottles, oh. the PCB bottles, we talked about that in the past. That's been at least addressed now. But for every PCB that comes up, 10 more are in the wings, you know, too, right. that, that are wow. causing problems already that we don't know about, you know, too. Right. Oh. So it, it's crazy. And what about um, 
if we carry extra weight, is there a relationship there with producing too much estrogen? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and that's the the kind of the the bane for men. I mean, we put our, our weight in our gut. Yeah, mm-hmm. unfortunately, as I suck it in right now. Oh, know. whatever, yeah. well, Mr. Really Jim no. yeah. Goer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had the big switcher on today, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, but uh, we know that belly fat has a, a, a enzyme called aromatase. And this aromatase converts our testosterone to estrogen. So the more belly fat we have, the more we lose our testosterone converted to estrogen, we become more estrogenic, you know. Right. And then like we are talking about earlier, the... Um, Catch-22 on that is that when we have high levels of estrogen in the system, you know, there's it's a kind of a catch-22 where the body really feels like we have adequate hormone, even though our testosterone can be low. As long as the estrogen is high, that's the way it's viewed. Mm-hmm. And so we can continue to be low, you know, testosterone leading to erectile dysfunction, leading to a lot of different kinds of problems like that, too. And until we eliminate these estrogens or metabolize them out of our system or detoxify them out of our system, our testosterone, you know, stays low. But as soon as the estrogen gets lowered, all of a sudden there's an awareness by our, you know, uh, our pituitary and so forth, mm-hmm. that we're low on testosterone and we'll start to kick up and our testosterone we... levels too. So it's probably the best way to get rid of estrogens and increase your testosterone is a good estrogen detox and using some different dietary nutritional supplements, you know, along those lines. That's to right. get rid of that. That's really interesting. So, you know, my husband's a golfer. So I've cautioned him about all the chemicals that are used in golf courses and then I sometimes get the typical eye roll but <laughs> but you just it, keep going right I keep, going. keep talking that's how I am but but it is a really hard call because that's his main form of exercise and he does walk the course which is a good thing rather than using a cart but I was researching these chemicals that golf course superintendents are at higher risk of many forms of cancer including non-hodgkin's lymphoma both lung and prostate cancer. And they added also that a medical professor researched this information and found of the 30 most commonly used turf pesticides, 19 of them cause cancer. Wow. Others are linked to birth defects, reproductive issues, um, nervous system toxicants, and the most popular and widely used lawn chemical 2,4-D, which kills broadleaf weeds like dandelions, is a hormone disruptor. So, also known to cause prostate cancer and reproductive problems. This 2,4-D has also been linked to the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And then other turf chemicals like atrazine, Roundup, have also been linked to serious adverse chronic effects in humans. So, exposure is occurring to golfers or, you know, all of us in in. At, in some ways, right. but golfers spend a lot of time on the pesticide-treated turf, and the relationship of these chemicals to reproductive cancers makes sense. When you, right. you know, listen to what Greg was saying and the information about all these chemicals, it really adds up. And doesn't it make you start thinking about how many people you know with cancer? Absolutely. And how many people you know with fertility problems? And yep. then you start thinking about all the chemicals that, exactly. in Greg's words, we're swimming in. You know, hopefully over time, golfers and and golf course owners will demand more organic, more environmentally friendly options for the greens. But really, we all need to be concerned and do our part because a lot of these chemicals you're mentioning, Joanne, are used on lawns in residential areas, too. So everyone really is exposed to some degree. So it looks like it's time for us to take another break now. 
Um, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Today we're talking about prostate health and what can go wrong with the prostate. If you just tuned in, make sure your husbands are listening to hear this important information. I would also like to invite you to attend the Weight and Wellness Weekend Series. That's going to be held in our Maple Grove office July 14th through the 16th. This is our signature series. We will help you understand the science behind your blood sugars, cravings, your metabolism, your digestion, and your moods. It is a great series. You'll be served an organic lunch and snacks, so your brain will be working well for the entire weekend. Please call our office at 651 641 Three four three eight to sign up. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're just turning us on, we are discussing prostate health with special guest Greg Peterson today. Greg is the owner of Nutridyne, and he's here today to give us a lot of research surrounding this topic and also to bring us up to speed on some of the nutritional supplements that can support prostate health. We've talked a bit before this last break about how too much estrogen in the man's body can build up and that that can be a cause of the prostate inflammation and potentially the prostate cancer. Another thing that happens is that that extra estrogen or excess estrogen can build up in the liver. And then when that liver gets all gum, gummed up with that excess estrogen, it can eventually cause inflammation in the prostate. One of the supplements I'd like to hear... Um, Greg's take on and I want to discuss a little bit is a supplement called Concentrated Ultra Prostogen. This product is something that contains a variety of different nutrients. It has saw palmetto, it has zinc, it has amino acids, um, vitamin B6, and some vitamin D. And this special combination of nutrients can help to reduce inflammation in that prostate gland. And we have seen in clinical practice a lot of men find relief when they take this ultra prostogen they have less pain they have fewer trips to the bathroom in the middle of the night now certainly as nutritionists and registered dietitians we also encourage an anti-inflammatory eating plan alongside of this product but um it really is a great product and stay with us for the entire program because if all goes as planned we want to have greg expand on this particular supplement in just a bit Right. And so lifestyle diet, even the type of water you drink, we recommend filtered water, certainly. Um, Any of those lifestyle things can set you up into getting prostate cancer. So, Greg, as nutritionists, we work with men on their diet and lifestyle. What is the research that actually supports what we're saying? Well, there's really quite a few uh, studies, Joanne, that indicate that carbohydrate intake you know, sugar intake, uh, you know, simple carbohydrates do influence prostate cancer biology. That's right. And so what does that really mean? So who did the research? Because if men need to give up their Saturday morning pancakes or maybe their nightly beer, they want to know why. And if there's research to support that. Can't you just see them scarfing down their pancakes really fast right, right now, now before you give the actual okay. reasons? Yeah, yeah, it might be my last plate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we do know, I mean, there's good research um, from different, you know, sources as well. One is that it talks about, you know, sugar is the preferred fuel of cancer cells. So by reducing carbs, reducing sugar, um, you reduce the ability of the cancer to proliferate. So if you want to have more, you know, closer to a low-carb, um, maybe somewhat of a ketogenic type of a diet, you know, that's been shown to reduce tumors, prevent cancers from reoccurrence as well. 
And so then if you take it a step further, you know, um, again, eating uh, high carbs and sugars, you know, leads to this insulin resistance, you know, like we just had mentioned. And results in a recent study show that insulin-resistant patients had more than a two-fold increase to prostate cancer, two times the risk. Oh my gosh! Now I yeah. might be off on this a bit. Don't don't write down my statistic exactly, <laughs> but it seems like there is a statistic out there saying that about eighty percent of the American population has insulin resistance. Very yes, and that's then you look at how that increases yeah. cancer. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh! Okay, and well, that was right out of the uh, Journal of the <laughs> National Cancer Institute. So it's not a you right. know a um, fly by night uh, yeah, exactly. doctor right. saying it's that. A real yeah, legit, you know, journal. Well, as dietitians, you know, Joanne and I certainly understand that those processed carbohydrates, like the pancakes you talked about, the the beer on Saturday night, or maybe it's beer and pizza on Saturday night, these foods that are so common in our country can often lead to inflammation anywhere in our body, really. But of course, today we're focusing on inflammation in the prostate. Not only that, but think about the fact that these processed carbohydrates, oftentimes, if you're eating a lot of them, the pizza, the beer, the pancakes, they can lead men to carry extra weight. And Mm -hmm. we talked earlier about how, especially when you carry that weight around the middle, those extra fat cells produce extra estrogen for men. That's right. Right? So this can then lead to a breakdown of a man's immune system. And this is part of why it can predispose a man to the possibility of getting prostate cancer. Now, Joanne, you recently spoke to a support group for men with prostate problems, right? I I was curious when I heard that you were doing that. It made me think, I wonder if they are aware at all of this connection between processed carbohydrates and how it can lead them down that path to prostate problems. And if they are aware, are they willing to change? What did you find? I found many of them were aware um, certainly in, were interested in the additional information that I was presenting, but many of them were aware and they, they spoke about cutting out their sugar. They talked about increasing vegetables. Some were confused as to whether or not the organic was important. Some were confused about whether the meat they should be eating meat or not, because, you know, those, there's a lot of controversy when they're looking up um, information on cancer. There's so many mixed messages out there. And many people express they wish their doctor would have told them more. Um, And a lot of people thank me for clarifying those key messages. So our message is very simple to eat meat, eat good fats and vegetables several times each day. And if you do have active cancer, organic foods are extremely important. Everything organic. That's right. That's if right. You, if, especially if you have active cancer. And let's remind the listeners what you stated earlier in the show, Joanne. Uh-huh. Each person in this country is exposed to about 14 pounds of pesticides, herbicides, food chemicals, food additives, 14 pounds every year. And I think that surprises a lot of people that food companies are allowed to have all this junk in the food that they're selling, but it is allowed. That's right. And we also talk about hidden sugars. So what does that mean? As Americans, we love our sweets. We love our desserts. A piece of blueberry pie may have a cup of sugar in it. We know there's sugar in desserts. But even if you're not eating dessert, a six-inch sub has 17 teaspoons of sugar or a third of a cup. That's amazing. That's a lot. If you eat 12 inches... A 12-inch sub, 
That has 34 teaspoons or two-thirds of a cup of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. Right. I mean, visualize spooning 34 teaspoons down your throat at lunch. That's not good for your health. And people never Mm -hmm. think of sugar when they're eating a sandwich. Right. So that's another change that's really important. Yes, absolutely. You know, and... We could sit here and talk more food stuff all day, (laughs) but I think another thing we need to point out is that a meal plan that's healthy for one man might not be the same meal plan that's healthy for the next, especially when we consider that certain people have food sensitivities or, or they might have an inflammation response to certain foods. And that's all different from one person to the next. So Mm -hmm. I think a good thing we should point out is that if you want to prevent prostate problems or if you're struggling with prostate problems right now, it would be good to make an appointment with a registered dietitian or a nutritionist at Nutritional Weight and Wellness that can help you figure out the anti-inflammatory meal plan that is right for you. Exactly. So um, some people might need to stop smoking or chewing tobacco. And I have heard that chewing tobacco is on the rise, especially in the younger group of men. Really? And we have known for years that smoking is harmful. But whether you smoke tobacco or marijuana or whether you put a plug of chewing tobacco in, think of the chemicals and pesticides that we've just been talking about that are going into your body. They're going straight to your prostate and inflaming that tissue. So after a few years, suddenly you can't go to the bathroom in the night. Not fun. Not good. And as dietitians, we also look at key nutritional supplements that can help reduce inflammation in that prostate gland, that can help support immune function and keep a healthy prostate. So, again, why we have Greg here to talk supplements, I think we should start down that path and and talk about some key supplements that can help support prostate health. One that we have seen be very helpful in clinical practice is Caprex. Do you want to expand on that product? Yeah, Caprex is a very potent natural anti-inflammatory, herbal anti-inflammatory. It's a proprietary hops extract. So when you start looking at these different herbs, we think like there's maybe a couple of actives in them, but there's mm-hmm. hundreds of actives in these different herbal, you know, uh, plant-based, you know, nutrients. And this uh, Caprex has a certain uh, hops extract that's very potent anti-inflammatory. You know, they've actually compared it to anti-inflammatory medication like Celebrex, for Mm -hmm. example, which we think is a very powerful Mm anti-inflammatory. Unfortunately, a lot of side Side effects effects, associated with it, you know, gut problems, you know, kidney, liver, Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. forth, that the Caprex product was as effective in reducing arthritic pain as Celebrex was with zero side effects. But not only did it not have, you know, the, the negative effect on the gut, like your Celebrex and your ibuprofens and your acetaminophenes, your Tylenols, those kinds of things have, it actually um, uh, provided a healing effect on an already inflamed gut. And that goes back, if you want to get really into the science, which maybe I'll touch on it, basically, when you have this prostaglandin, inflammatory prostaglandin E2, there's two forms of it. There's inducible form of it, which gets induced by injury, infection, and so forth, which we want to modulate. We want to reduce that. Right. But then there's the constitutive form of that, which is the form of PGE2 that maintains the membrane health. 
integrity. And so the, the drugs, the Celebrex and so forth, block both inducible and constitutive, you know, PGE2. So, yeah, it reduces inflammation, but also causes tissue breakdown, whereas the Caprex doesn't. The Caprex doesn't. I have a wow. couple questions for yeah. you on Caprex when we come back from when break. When we come back, it's break time. So if you just tuned in to Dishing Up Nutrition, you are listening to Cassie and Joanne discuss prostate health with our nu- nutrition expert, Greg, Nutri- Greg Peterson from Nutridine. Um, so I hope many, many men are listening today, but for women who are listening, we would like to announce our next menopause seminar on Saturday, August 5th in Maple Grove. It'll be held from the, it's a whole day. So 1030 in the morning to 330 in the afternoon. Darlene Kavist, Chris Kniefel, and I will be presenting this full day seminar. We will discuss much more than hot flashes. We cover a wide variety of women's health topics like sleep and mood, memory, osteoporosis, and what we're discussing today also, hormone balance, and much, much more. We serve an organic lunch and a couple snacks so we can all stay focused all day. And the day goes fast. It goes really fast. It is a really fun day. Um, And so please call 651-699-3438 to sign up. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're just joining us, I'm Cassie Weenus here with Joanne Rideout. We're talking about ways to improve prostate health with special guest Greg Peterson. But before we get back into that discussion, I want to share with you a wonderful new class that we are offering. It's called Nutritional Solutions for Better Digestion. And it's going to be offered here upcoming on Tuesday, July 11th. It's an evening class from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. It will be at our Eden Prairie location, our Eden Prairie office. Here's the best part. Only $25. (laughs) That's right. Really? I mean, yeah, Yeah. that is a bargain. Marcy Vasky, one of our many fabulous teachers, will be presenting this class. So if you or a family member are having any digestive issues, I highly encourage you to call the office this morning to either learn more or to sign up. That office number is 651 I was going to give the studio number 651 699-3438. There, I I should have jotted that down. You'll learn how to get rid of your heartburn, how to get rid of your diarrhea or constipation if you're struggling there, how to get rid of bloating. You know, it still amazes me how just a few simple nutritional solutions can give such great relief. So again, you can call the office 651-641-3438 to sign up. So back to, we were talking about supplements to address prostate health. And, and Greg right. wrapped up talking about Caprex. And um, if I if we have time at the end, I have a couple questions for him. But we have some other great supplements to get into. That's right. So we often recommend omega-3 fatty acids for reducing pain and inflammation. But it's also very beneficial mm-hmm. for prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. So can you talk more about that, Greg? Yeah, a couple of key things. And this comes from the American Journal, American Institute for Cancer Research. So again, a very well thought of, you know, cancer research group. And they find that it does a couple of things. One, it inhibits angiogenesis. And that's, you know, the cancer cells basically sending out this capillary, you know, system to procure 
nutrients so it can continue to grow. So it's the cancer spreading. It's the cancer spreading. So it inhibits this cancer spreading. The fish oils will do that. Number two, it increases what they call apoptosis, which is the cell death of the cancer cell as well, too. So it'll program that cancer cell for cell death, you know. Yeah. And then uh, the third thing that's interesting is it modulates the immune system, you know, because you want to have a proper balance between what they call helper and suppressor T-cell lymphocytes. So you want the body to be able to respond to what it has to respond to, you know, uh, but not over-respond to it. Mm -hmm. And so when you get into autoimmunities like cancer, what happens is you have an overly kind of reactive um, immune immune system. system. So it kind of helps to balance that out again as well. Wow. Fish oil is amazing. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, it really is. Powerful. Another supplement that we sometimes recommend for prostate inflammation is that one I mentioned earlier called concentrated ultra prostagen. Could you talk a little bit more about this and maybe what some of the research has shown? Yeah, I love this product because it's one that really works so well. I'll hit it, you know, hard initially when the, when a man has the hypertrophy of the prostate and is urinating mm-hmm. frequently during the night and so forth. Right. And you can figure that out as clinicians, but sometimes I'll have them even going up to, you know, two or three twice a day of that product. And then mm-hmm. one, maybe, or two as a maintenance. But it has in there the, uh, the amino acids, glycine, alanine, and glutamic acid, which have been shown to alleviate night urination by 95%. Wow. In, in oh, the man. research that was done on That's it. That's great. Isn't that amazing? Then they saw a 93% reduction in prostate size. So that, and that's the reason why it's so effective is it's reducing the prostate size. And Mm -hmm. so now you're urinating much more freely. So it has that in there. It has some different herbs like salpimento, salpimento, which has um, a very high concentration of these actives. Because you can have salpimento that's very inactive like anything. But this is a very concentrated, very active salpimento. And that helps to reduce that conversion from your good testosterone to that more um, hot, you know, dihydrotestosterone, the DHT, which they know irritates the prostate gland. You want to have your testosterone, your good testosterone, but that really, you know, hot and very, you know, strong testosterone, you want to help to reduce that. That, that, that angry testosterone. Yeah, yeah, yeah angry, right. exactly. The angry testosterone right. helps reduce that. Then it has, you know, some other vitamins and minerals in there too that really help to support prostate health, um, very nicely. Wow. That's got some good, um, clinical effectiveness that you've seen very through the years very effective and we've talked today about the effect of those toxic estrogens that build up in our system from the chemicals we're exposed to from carrying excess weight those types of things and these toxic estrogens can cause the inflammation to the prostate gland now one of the newer supplements that we've been recommending at nutritional weight and wellness to help break down these toxic estrogens is something called testrolin can you talk a little bit more about this particular supplement? Yeah, that's really kind of the man's you know supplement. You know, I always say to any guy, whether you know, you um, are middle aged, young, middle aged, or older, this can help to support your whole hormonal system. You know, because right. it does a couple of things. It inhibits that enzyme called aromatase we talked about earlier that converts our our dear testosterone to estrogen. Mm-hmm. So, so it slows that down, maintains more natural testosterone for the male. Uh, it also helps to uh, involve in eliminating those estrogens, those 
excessive estrogens by supporting the liver's ability to eliminate, you know, those uh, excess estrogens, or we call them sometimes hot estrogens too. Because again, these these um, xenoestrogens, these these outside estrogens and so forth, are sometimes more harmful to the body than the estrogens we produce. So we want to have a mechanism okay. that will support the ability of the body to eliminate those xeno, you know, types of estrogens or out, outside estrogens. So testrogen. Testrolin really helps to like detoxify your body. Yes, of right. these bad estrogens. Very okay. much so, and then it has very powerful antioxidants in there to protect you know the prostate tissues, which is important. Um, and uh, I could go on with that, but it's really mm-hmm. a good overall hormonal prostate health male formula. Is okay. that one that you could take? Um, you know, on a ongoing basis or do you usually say okay let's put you on this for three to six months or it's very individual probably it'd be individual yeah i mean i've had you know men that are on on it for long term i've had some of the people who use it you know short term yeah so it would be safe either way okay and as i'm looking at the time here i don't want to close this show without getting our, our uh, question in about erectile dysfunction dysfunction so so many men talk about this issue maybe after a heart attack or maybe after they have an anti-anxiety medication. Some people say they've tried everything. So Greg, can you help us learn to how to affect erectile dysfunction nutritionally? Yeah, and that's that's a lot going on there too. That's why they need yes. to see a, a counselor like yourself. <laughs> exactly. You know, but right. a, a start would be getting estrogens under control. Yeah, because you know that that will reduce your testosterone, which will reduce your, your ability to perform, you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. So that'd be number one, looking at some of those things like we were talking about earlier. And then the uh, product called His Synergy. I like that one, too. It has a couple of things in there. One is is a tribulus um, uh, puncture vine in root is what it is. And it's a tribulus that has a very high concentration, again, of actives. I can't overemphasize the fact that you have to have herbals or plant-based nutrients that have high amounts of these actives that do the job, you know. And, right. Uh, That's why you should know where you're getting your supplements from, right? Exactly. Get good quality. You don't get high actives on the Internet, generally speaking. Exactly. You know, too. So you have to be careful unless it's, you know, through a health professional. You know. Right. Uh, but what the uh, tribulus does is, interestingly, is it stimulates the pituitary. So, so it's a biofeedback to the pituitary to release something they call luteinizing hormone. Mm-hmm. And the luteinizing hormone is, is what directs these cells, these latex cells in the man's testes to produce natural testosterone. So it's reawakening that biofeedback mechanism that has been, you know, basically slowed down or shut down over the years. Right, right. So it's a real cool ingredient. Uh, and there's the washaganda, again, with those high actives, that's been known to be a reducer of uh, stress, increases natural DHEA levels, which is a male androgen as well that can mm-hmm. convert as well to testosterone is excellent and then you have in the product uh macuna and macuna increases your natural production of dopamine levels in the brain that's a neurotransmitter that's your feel good neurotransmitter right. which is kind of your stimulatory one so that's that's my my that sounds like a great product, product. that was yeah. a great, great diet would yeah, yeah affect so we that. have we have run out of time but if you're suffering from prostate cancer prostate information Consider the nutritional guidelines we have presented today. Um, Thank you for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We hope you have a great sunny weekend. Be sure to tune in next week to hear Dara and Brenna discuss relief from muscle pain and muscle spasms. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. 
The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.